Happy tenant is a good tenant. We did not intend to be in the property management business. The property management industry is very sharing. We're providing housing for human lives. And life happens to everybody. You don't manage as many properties as I do without the stories. Like six grown men jump back like, what the hell was that? Something's about to eat us. You're listening to the Property Manager Podcast, brought to you by Buildion. Real stories, real people. I'm Caroline Thompson from Buildium, and this is the Property Manager Podcast. While at one of our recent customer workshops, I had the opportunity to talk with Cynthia Leon, who is the accountant at a property management company named Astound Real Estate in Concord, California. We covered a variety of accounting-related topics, such as the difference between regular accounting and property management accounting, and what to look for when hiring an accountant for your company. My name is Cynthia Leon. I'm with Astound uh, Real Estate and Property Management, and my role there is the accountant. I've been in the property management industry for eight years. I was with another property management company, which I'm actually still with because I'm actually a consultant. So I work for both in addition to other accounting clients. And it was from that property management company that I was introduced to this particular property manager Mm -hmm. five years ago. And so I've been working with them for five years. So one for eight and this one for five. I wanted to understand how Cynthia found herself in the property management industry. I've come to learn that while some seek it out, most stumble into it. And that was exactly the case for Cynthia. She ended up learning about a new opportunity from a friend. And here she is, eight years later, working with two property management companies. Did you initially start in the accounting industry and then kind of find your way into property management or how did that work out? Actually, I stumbled into property management accounting mm-hmm. quite literally. My formal education is in accounting. That's what my degree is in. And after um, having a career in both private and public industry, I decided to establish my own accounting practice. Mm-hmm. And so I had a multitude of clients in all forms of industry. And I had a friend who called me and said that her employer was looking for an accounting or accountant referral and would I be interested and I said sure always willing to look at new business and when I arrived it was a property management company and I knew that but I thought that they just wanted someone to do their corporate books Mm -hmm. not the trust or the property management accounting and so they were in kind of a crisis mode which is kind of where my specialty is and I um, showed up to work for them and all of a sudden I had all these property documents put in front of me and I was like, what am I supposed to do with these? Not to mention property management software that is not easy to learn and is not a very forgiving software. It was not Buildium. And so I had to quickly learn both property management accounting and property management accounting software kind of on my feet and by the seat of my pants. It was good and I really had no training and there was really no one else in the company to give me any kind of direction or guidance. Mm -hmm. I really just kind of had to figure it out. When we started this podcast, we wanted to interview the people who are on the ground doing the daily tasks and in the nitty gritty details. Along this journey, we've learned that no one knows how to handle every situation that comes their way. Most just figure it out and keep moving. And I feel that's not only refreshing, but also reassuring. When Cynthia found herself in a different environment and trying to understand all these new documents, she learned along the way. I wanted to know, after starting traditional accounting, what is the main difference between that field and property management accounting? 
I think the thing that's probably the most unique in traditional accounting, you know, you're just dealing with one company. You know, the income, the expenses, assets, liabilities, relatively straightforward. But in property management accounting, you're also dealing with the tenant side, just understanding how those transactions interrelate with the owner's side and that set of financial statements. So that integration and just knowing that transactions that affect the tenant ledger, if you will, also affect the owner's financial statement and understanding that relationship, how those two go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people miss that aspect because accounting can be a little bit overwhelming and difficult for people to understand even the difference between you know a balance sheet versus an income statement and then you throw in this whole tenant side, it can be overwhelming. It sounds very overwhelming. I'm trying to understand it. It really, it really isn't if your mind is geared towards that. Okay. But just as well as I can understand that aspect, there are other aspects of other things that I obviously don't understand either. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I can relate to how people have a hard time understanding the accounting part, which comes easy for me because they're like things out there that I don't understand that other people think, oh, but it's so easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> When you talk about how you kind of have to think about the resident side and the owner side, do you not only do like the accounting reports, but do you also handle those relationships at all? Like, are you ever talking to owners or residents? I do. I interact. I mean, I don't know that all accountants do, but I personally interact with everyone from, you know, the management of the company to the staff of the company, vendors, owners, and tenants. And depending upon which role um, or which company I happen to be working at, I mean, I have fulfilled a lot of roles from, you know, even advising the current staff on like what I would do if it was my decision to make Mm -hmm. as far as handling an addendum to a lease regarding special circumstances or not rent increases per se, but, you know, just kind of handling maintenance issues and handling owner issues. Okay. So it sounds like your role kind of extends beyond accounting. It does. I mean, I don't, um, and again, I think that's partially my personality. I tend to get involved in all aspects of the business. Um, I treat each of my clients and their business as if it's my own. Mm -hmm. So I take a very vested interest in the company and its success, not just in, well, it's not accounting, therefore I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not my job. Those words never roll off my lips. Every, you know, if it needs to be done, mm-hmm. and if I'm capable of doing it, I'm willing to do it. When a new challenge or issue comes up, I wondered if Cynthia has a network of accountants she reaches out to, or if she has other resources she uses. Actually, I don't know that I even know another, personally, another property management accountant. Oh. I'm just wondering if you have a resource that you kind of go to, kind of lean on or talk about something that came up at work or anything like that. My resource, quite honestly, is Buildium Tech Support. I mean, they're amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love it when I call and they're there either to answer my question or to at least listen to my question and let me talk it out. Mm -hmm. And then if they don't happen to know the answer that particular time, to escalate it and they get back to me. I then had a two-part question for Cynthia. When a property management company is hiring an accountant, what should they be looking for in a candidate? On the other side, when an accountant is looking to get into the property management industry, what should they be prepared for? I guess it would depend in part on how big the company is. If it's a very large property management company and they just need to fill, you know, put a cog in the hole, like they just want someone to do straight accounting, that's going to probably be a slightly different personality type Mm -hmm. than if it's a smaller property management company. For my experience, and my preference in working with small to medium-sized companies, I would think that you would want someone um, who is versatile and who is willing to be a team player that doesn't want to just come in and receipt payments and make deposits and pay vendors and crank out statements. Mm -hmm. That personality would work well in a large company because that's 
what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a tunnel vision, blinders on. That's a more traditional accountant. They okay. only want to work on the finances. They don't want to deal with, hey, I happen to notice this on the invoice. Is anyone taking care of this maintenance? I noticed that the vendor suggested that this be done. Is anyone following up? Mm-hmm. Those are the kinds of things that my eye goes to. Okay. So if I happen to notice on a vendor invoice that the vendor has mentioned that they've repaired this, but it's a temporary patch and that they're recommending that maybe a more substantial repair be done, I will always bring that to the attention of the property manager and say, is anyone following up? Is this getting taken care of? Most times it's not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that I'm trying to help them be the best property manager they can be, which that's not what a traditional account would do. They would just pay the invoice. Mm -hmm. So if it's a small to medium, you know, the more eyes on. In either scenario, they need to be detail-oriented. If they're not detail-oriented, it's going to be an issue because obviously there's a lot of details. Mm -hmm. So if they don't enjoy working with details and, you know, working with paper, it's probably not going to be a good fit. I mean, they both need to work independently and, and in my opinion, be a team player. Mm -hmm. That would be more in a small environment. I don't know that they have to be a team player as much in a large corporate setting. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of kind of like some mega management companies that have multiple accountants, Mm -hmm. where again, they're just cranking out the numbers. Since Cynthia has worked in a variety of industries and tends to play a versatile role, I was curious to see if she also helps with creating business plans and setting company goals. I'm more than willing to help them with that. I've fulfilled that role in some of my other clients, not so much you know, in these two particular scenarios, Mm -hmm. other than in one situation, I've made some recommendations of things that I would suggest maybe they not do Mm -hmm. because it's kind of dampering their ability to either maintain their current clientele and or grow their company. Mm -hmm. In the current scenario, there's actually someone very capable of helping them on that path to growing their business. One aspect of growing their business is being able to produce good financial documents because that is an aspect of good property management. Mm because not only are you managing their physical asset, you're also managing their resources as it relates to that asset. Your owners are gonna lack confidence if they're not getting solid financial information Mm -hmm. accurately and consistently. That's an important aspect of property management as well as having solid accounting. If you're giving them bad numbers or you're not giving them numbers at all, you're not getting the paperwork to them that they need when they need it, it's going to reflect badly and then they're going to start to that's going to diminish the confidence that they might have in your ability to secure good tenants for them manage their property to make sure that it's being properly maintained so it does you know play a role one of the most important aspects of accounting is audits and cynthia definitely had some tips on how to prepare for them but also reminded listeners to not be afraid of them an aspect of um, accounting too is a lot of the audits that are done at least here in california because i can't speak to the other states but by the department of real estate they typically are financially based Mm -hmm. yes they're looking at other aspects of the management company as well as everyone licensed you know et cetera, et cetera, you know, um, fictitious name statements being filed, all of that kind of thing. But also too, you know, they're looking at bank reconciliations and they're looking at the transaction histories. Mm -hmm. So if those aren't being done accurately, you're going to have issues. And if you fail your audit, you know, there are several recourses that the Bureau can take Mm -hmm. to penalize you, either from fines to either suspending or, you know, revoking a license. So it's a critical aspect, Mm -hmm. um, not to overstate the accounting role. (laughs) I mean, I understand, I understand, you know, I understand the accountant is just the accountant at the end (laughs) of the day, but it is important because Mm -hmm. a lot of people fear the audit. There should be no fear. I have successfully taken these two clients through five audits in eight years. So 
I have no fear of being audited mm -hmm. whatsoever. Um, you're from the accounting perspective, I can't control if they've signed every lease properly, if they've signed every management. I can't control if they filed their fictitious name statement accurately. Mm -hmm. I can't control if they're letting unlicensed people do licensed activities. But I can tell you the books are good to go. <laughs> One of the most important aspects of accounting is audits, and Cynthia definitely had some tips on how to prepare for them, but also reminded listeners to not be afraid of them. I'm wondering from a company that doesn't have an accountant or is they're kind of trying to manage their own accounting, what kind of resources should they be looking for to get a better idea of how to handle that in a property management circumstance? Um, I'm not sure if there's online communities or more word of mouth, other property managers, or have you found any resources besides, I know you don't know any other accountants in property management, but is there somewhere you go to look if you come across a problem that you really don't know how to handle? Really most of the transactions, you know, can be competently completed by a non-accountant. I mean, as long as they have some basic understanding of accounting in, you know, billing a tenant for rent and receiving a payment creating a deposit, writing a check, mm -hmm. and doing a bank reconciliation, for the most part they should be good to go. Okay. When they start treading into some unusual waters like a security deposit held by an owner or a security deposit that was in place before they took the, you know, the company over or the property over, those get a little unusual, but for the most part, it's pretty straightforward. Okay. I think an accountant that's had some degree of experience in just general accounting they should be fine. Okay. They should be fine. I mean, they should have enough knowledge. Of course, if they've had specific property management accounting experience, so much the better. Mm -hmm. But if they had like an immediate need to maybe get them kind of up and running or through a critical phase, I'm sure they could reach out to, especially if it's just a temporary situation, they could reach out to a temporary placement service, especially one that specializes in accounting, mm -hmm. and let them know that they're looking for property management accountant. Okay. Um, or they could even maybe look to LinkedIn, which is a great resource, and just being very specific, mm -hmm. you know, and even putting out there that they're looking for someone who's experienced using Buildium. Yeah. If not Buildium, one of the other property management softwares. Mm -hmm. um, I've had the opportunity to work with other property management software besides Buildium. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, even though they all have slightly different functionality, I want to say they're the same, but you can take your knowledge from using and one and apply it to another. Okay. You kind of mentioned that if they are looking for answers to questions, they're probably in a unique situation. Um, I'm wondering, have you ever experienced a really interesting scenario at work with an account with accounting issues or property management, whether it's with tenants or vendors or anything, or your favorite story from the property management industry? Well, I don't know if I have a favorite story. I, <laughs> I will say, and I know this is one that's problematic for a lot, is the um, security deposits held by owners. Oh. Um, those tend to blow my mind. <laughs> Um, and I had to go back to, um, and accountants will appreciate this, an old school um, T accounts, mm -hmm. and accountants will know what those are, um, just so I could work through in my mind how it would look, if you will, back in the old way of doing things, so that I could then apply that to what needs to happen in Buildium, okay. so that it would become second nature. Mm -hmm. And there are things that I will say, even when I first started using Buildium, that was difficult for me to, to do. And I just had to keep doing them until I understand them. And then the more you do it, the easier and the more second nature it becomes. Just start where you are mm -hmm. and just keep working through it because it will get easier. As long as your bank 
balance and your property balances are accurate, a lot of it is semantics. So at the end of the day, you can go back and you can correct things and you can change things as long as you're collecting the rent from the tenants and you're paying out the vendors, you're paying out the management fee and you're paying the owner, mm -hmm. you're probably okay. You know, if you're inadvertently booking something to the wrong income or the wrong expense account or what, it's probably gonna be all right. It may not be perfect, mm -hmm. but it's gonna be okay. Going to, yeah, Do you so. have any last minute advice you like to share with our listeners? I know it can be challenging. I mean, I, I know for me, especially when you're a team player, you're interacting with a lot of the roles, especially um, accounting can be very time consuming and it can be very overwhelming and there's a lot of deadlines. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to, as we talked about today in the conference, you know, there is kind of a set list of priorities with you know, goals and deadlines, but then as you're being flexible because each day, in fact, what's typical of my day, I have a mental list at least of what I intend to accomplish. Typically, do I check any of those items off? Because usually once I step foot in the door, mm -hmm. um, inevitably, an owner, tenant, or vendor has called, and that basically will kind of send me on a, I don't know if you're familiar with the cartoon character, the Tasmanian devil that comes in and spins around. So usually there's something that's going to derail me. Mm -hmm. So um, you just have to be conscientious of that. You know, handle things as much as you can when they come in, handle them once, handle them completely, You've got to stay on top of things. You can't put things off. As the saying goes, each day has enough problems of its own, so you can't postpone anything. So you just have to educate those that you work with that, you know, I would love to help you with that right now. However, I have this task that has to be accomplished and I will get to your task as quickly as possible, but just controlling your time. And I know all property managers kind of have that in that I'm sure they all step in the office on a given day and they think they're going to post a particular property or they're going to show a property or they're going to write a lease or they're going to secure a new owner and you know they get a call and someone's toilet has exploded yep. <laughs> and so out go the you know their day's plans yeah. so you just have to be flexible and you just kind of have to roll with it today's episode is unique in that we heard a different type of story this episode covered the in-the-weeds types of details that are essential to the success of every business, especially in property management. Accounting can sometimes be very daunting, but Cynthia's expert advice and our personal stories helped make it sound more relatable and achievable, especially to those who aren't as familiar with it. Similar to property management, things come up and change, and the same goes for accounting. But to be able to be flexible and know that everything will be okay is reassuring to hear. So now I want to hear from you on your personal experiences with property management accounting. This month at Buildium, we're talking all things accounting in the property management field, so be sure to keep an eye out for our upcoming webinar on September 12th and a guide with more tips and tricks on accounting for non-accountants. As always, if you love today's story or if we didn't cover something you'd like to hear more of, please let us know. Feel free to email us questions and comments at podcast at buildium.com or find Buildium on social media and use the hashtag Buildium Podcast. I promise you we'll read every single one and only help us to continually improve our show. So thank you in advance. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Property Manager Podcast to not miss out on any future episodes. Or if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review us. Thanks for listening.